walked home pissed off at this point because I was like, I thought I was going to get lucky tonight and I've shit myself in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> That's your snippet, dude. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Sam. And I'm Ed. And this week we're talking about Sam. Sam, who climbed Kilimanjaro wearing flip-flops. Not all the way. Well, you kind of, yeah, not all the way, but no. the, there is a picture of you. There's a picture of me on the top with flip-flops on, yes. Why? Uh, in uni, um, when I was part of the climbing society, and if a climb was easy, we would call it flip-floppable, which means that you could do it in flip-flops. You don't have to wear your fancy you climbing bastards. <laughs> yeah, 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 we were. Um, so yeah, when I got to the top, I whipped off my boots and my socks and chucked my flip-flops on, and all the porters, it was snowy on top, and all the porters were like... What are you like? No, put your put shoes back on. What are you doing? Oh my god! And I was like, No, you don't understand. Just take the picture. Just take the picture, and I will put them back on. And so yeah, you don't get it. They, they took the picture, and I put them. Yeah. When was that? Two thousand and eighteen. 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 Yes, eighteen. Yeah, one year before our trip. Yeah. Let's wind it back. How did you two meet? In uni. Yeah, we studied studied the same thing. What What was the first moment like? Do you remember? I think you've got a funny story there, but I'm, I can't actually remember that launch. Oh, yeah. It was like day two of being in uni. And there was you, Guillermo, and Hako with the three Spanish boys on the course. And I'm stood behind Guillermo in line. We're all getting our food at the canteen. And Guillermo's like, oh, do you want to sit with us for lunch? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, all right. And I sit down. And I'm sat with just three Spanish boys and they're all chatting in Spanish away to each other. And I'm sat there like, this is my life now. I need to learn Spanish. Like, <laughs> but I can't remember that moment, which is quite funny. Which is sad. Yeah. <clears throat> that is sad. But yeah, then we and actually then. lived together in third year. Yeah. Um, where we planned two trips. One of them being the Mongol Rally. The other one being a, a filming trip to Bardsey, a small island off the coast of North Wales. Yeah. Just off of... Um, the Sleen Peninsula. No idea. You know, the bit at the top, uh, it looks like a, a woman pointing. Oh, uh, yeah. Off the tip of yeah, her yeah. finger, there's, there's the island. Oh, cool. What were you, what were you filming? Uh, every, <laughs> everything, really. It was, it was like a, yeah. it was a documentary about the island living there, uh, how people live there, why they would decide to live in such a remote place. Like, there's no signal there. There's a mountain blocking the mainland, so you can't even see onto the island when you're on the mainland. It's so remote basically, and we always wanted to know why. We, we were meant to go for two weeks, and then there was like, was it the beast from the east? No, it must have been a different year. I can't remember, but there was like a massive... It was a huge storm. A storm that had a name the, the week before, so we had to like cut it short to like just a week mm. instead, which in the end, I think it was pretty good because two weeks would have been really rough on there. Yeah, because been we had to bring everything. We had to bring our food. You know, we were filming, so all our like, supplies like to you know film all the, the batteries and There's stuff. no electricity, so batteries, we needed to bring enough batteries to last us, all our, you know, Cameras, microphones, lights, yeah. everything. So a lot of people live there. Four. Four. Four, uh, four people live there. Permanently. Permanently. Yeah. Yeah. But in the summer, then there's more because there's also like A bird cottages. observatory. Yeah, there's yeah. a bird observatory. Cottages that they rent out and stuff. But we went in like March. And how was it? Cold. Very cold. It was good though. It was um, great. Great uh, memories. Yeah. One of the things I remember the most, we woke up every morning at 5am because we were like, we need a sunrise shot we need to get a shot of the sunrise because that'll look good in the documentary and get a time lapse of it blah 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 every morning we climbed this mountain 5 a.m and every morning it was cloudy <laughs> and we, we didn't yeah. see the sun for like six days yeah literally 
until the last day. the last day when the sunset was the reddest sunset I've ever seen and in my life. It was amazing. It's funny yeah, if you just reverse it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I went to um, Sark for my uni film in the Channel Islands. Do you know it? No. So that's I my film was about the night sky and the stars and mm. uh, like light pollution. Super nerdy, but. It was the same thing. It was just cloudy for like four out of the five days. Oh, no. <laughs> so the last night I had to put like three cameras out and just shoot constantly. Mm. But yeah, it was it's quite weird there. Yeah, I bet. How like how were the people on what was the island called? Bardsey Island. Bardsey. Unessentially in Welsh. I think a good way to describe to people today is the stop we made on the way there. Yeah. We stopped in a hotel uh, just to get like a cup of coffee as we were driving there. And these women were like, oh, so what are you doing up here in North Wales? And it was, uh, oh, we're going to Bardsey Island to, to make a documentary. And they were like, oh, are you filming, was it the, the birds? The, the birds or the weird people? <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean weird people? Obviously, like communication with them was quite like rare. Like we sent, I'd send an email. And then they'd respond to it when they'd get on the mainland mm. and have internet. So it was like it could take days. Yeah. So we didn't really know how they were. And, Even and... mail, like while we were there, they gave us a, a bag of letters oh, that was true. six months old. It's true. That these people were then going to receive. Oh, what? So like even if you sent them like a, a handwritten mail, they wouldn't get it for six months. Like it, it was so but, remote, but, but... They, they were quite normal people. Though it's not like we're, they were just like this the hills weird... eyes type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them, the the main guy basically who, who made sure the island was the sustainable. Yeah. yeah, he he built a boat himself from scratch just <laughs> to get on the island. He's the Is one that the got... boat you used? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, shit. fiberglass, not like like a wooden boat, like no, a like fiberglass, proper proper, proper boat, boat. Like, made it by hand. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't know how he made yeah. it, but. The man just made a boat. He didn't go like to. He's not an engineer or anything. No, he made what a boat. What a badass! He, he was. He's third generation islander. Yeah. So like his family have all grew grow up on that island, and now he's looking after it on his own, basically. Damn. Yeah. How far away is it from from the mainland? It's not that far. It's not that far. Like Twenty minutes boat. Uh, Twenty minute boat. Yeah. Yeah. But like, even where is it? Like. To get there, I mean, we drove from Bristol and we probably didn't drive the most direct route because we didn't drove straight through uh, central Wales, which is pretty much empty. Yeah. But it felt like it was far. Like, yeah, I don't think there's much around, like even the mainland bit. No, yeah, there's not much on the Llyn Peninsula. Yeah. You just, yeah, it's empty as you go through the middle of Wales and then it's kind of empty as you go through the north. There's no major cities up there. I've, I've considering I spent most of my childhood in Wales, I've not seen much. I think the furthest north I've been is Mould. You ever been to Mould? <laughs> There's a town. Called oh, Mould? Yeah, called Mould. <laughs> no, I've never been to Mould. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I think, like an hour past Brecon. Okay, yeah. Or so, I Fair. don't know. Yeah. Mould. Won a, a youth theatre competition and our, our play went to go and perform in Mould. <laughs> you sure you won that competition? You yeah, didn't lose we it, did. Like. No, we won. We won. Uh, yeah. oh, your prize is mold. mold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's paradise. Mid Wales. Is mid? Is it mid Wales where they speak the most Welsh? North Wales. Ah, okay. Yeah. A lot of North Walians don't even think of South Wales as North Wales. Walians. Walians. Welsh. North yeah. Welsh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've never heard that before. Yeah. Yeah, Welsh and North Walian. I've. I've Gogs. Heard... Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
before that trip, you went to Kilimanjaro. Yeah. But before that, you went to Montenegro. Yes. On your own. Yes. That was my first solo trip um, when I was... What a spot. That's when I was 19. That's a good move. It, yeah, honestly, it was. Yeah. Um, I don't think many people would do that first one. Oh, let's go to Montenegro. Yeah. It's quite Because a lot of my friends, some of my friends, like my friend Mitch, like, you know, Mitch, he's, mm-hmm. he went traveling when we were like 16. He went to like Southeast Asia on his own. He did like a charity uh, trip, basically. So he knew what he was going, getting into and stuff like that. Um, so like I knew people who had done solo traveling. And then when I hit 19, it was just before I was going to uni, I'd just broken up with my girlfriend. I was feeling a bit like, <laughs> there's nothing like a breakup to yeah, send yeah. you somewhere weird. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go on holidays. Like, yeah, screw it. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go on holidays on my own and, and yeah, see what I can find. And I found like ways cheap to go. And I saw the Balkans were pretty cheap to fly to. And I was going to go to Bosnia and mm. then I found Montenegro was cheaper and it looked nicer. It sounds way more exotic as well. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I didn't know anyone who'd been to Montenegro. So yeah. when did you go again? 2017, 2018? 2016. 2016. It's been a country for like 10 years. <laughs> what did we say in the Montenegro episode? Like I think 2006? I thought it was late 90s, wasn't it? Or is it? No, because they're so lazy. They, they couldn't even uh... bother to, to like get their independence from yeah. Serbia. Like, yeah. Well. It's a fun place to be. Like, really, really fun country. Mm. Um, I, the only thing I know about it is the Montenegro podcast we did. <laughs> yeah. Literally know nothing else. Fair. My source of information is myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so I it's I Tom talking about monsters and yeah. shit hotels. And bins. What do you think of the Montenegrin bins? You said they, they were really I nice. do not what did remember you say? the bins. Remember. Of all the things in Montenegro, <laughs> one thing I wasn't paying attention to was the bins. Like, <laughs> cats? Was another thing. Lots of cats. Oh, Lots so of many cats. cats. Yeah, I stayed in a place called K- Kator or Kota. I don't know how you pronounce it, but yeah. And um, is like there's like an old town, basically, and it's just full of cats. Yes. And I stayed right in the middle in the old town hostel, it was called, and it was brilliant. It's Hostel's a great place for a first-time traveler, I think. Because mm. you're not... Is it safe and... I felt pretty safe mm. for a 19 year old who knows nothing about traveling. You know what I mean? Like I can't speak for everyone, but f- yeah. for me, it was good. Yeah. Mm. Merely a child. Literally. Yeah. 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 But oh, it was that's good. awesome like, though. Yeah. It was really fun. And the hostel Especially- I stayed in was perfect because they had like trips, daily trips that they would put on. Mm. And it was just like, you didn't have to think you could just go down to the main lobby and be like, what, what are you guys doing today? And like, oh, today we're going to North Montenegro. Oh, sick. Yeah, I'll join and you. then you meet well, people please. as well. Yeah, and exactly. You do yeah. other things with those people. Later, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Like going going at nineteen, I'm yeah. I, I would have shit my pants. I think I Didn't did. You? I really did. Like yeah. on the airport, in the airport, on my own. First time in the airport on my own. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, There's been oh some places God. I've gotten into the hotel room after all the chaos and just sat there and just been like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just weep for a few minutes. So I felt when I got to Nairobi. <laughs> oh oh God. my God, yeah. That's that's something I want to crack because you've submitted a story. Yes, yeah, about my friend being arrested. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I haven't. So um, we're in Nairobi. Uh, we're chilling with everyone from the hostel. We're all, you know, getting along really well. Was, why we, Why are you in Nairobi? So I just climbed Kilimanjaro. Right. And then afterwards, um, so I, I climbed it with a charity. And then afterwards they said, where do you want the flight to? And everyone just went, well, home. And I went, uh, Nairobi. <laughs> and they were like, pardon? And I was like, yeah, Nairobi. And they were like, oh, do you know anyone there? I was like, no. They were like, okay, so what's your plan? And I was like, I don't really have one. I'm just going to spend a week in Nairobi and then fly home. Um, yeah. <laughs> what did your family say about that? My mom wasn't impressed. Um, 
my sister wasn't impressed. I kept getting messages. I, to be fair, every, I don't think Tanzanians, which is where Kilimanjaro is, and Kenyans, I don't know if they are the best of friends from right. what I gathered from speaking to Tanzanians about going to Nairobi. Mm. Got to the airport in Kilimanjaro airport and all the people I climbed with, here's a passport, here's my ticket to Britain. Here's my passport, here's my ticket to Britain. Here's my passport, here's my ticket to Nairobi. And this woman looks at it and she looks at me. And she looks at that and she goes, Nairobi. And I was like, yeah. She's like, on your own? I was like, yeah. And she goes, good luck. <laughs> I'm like, what is, what's that supposed to mean? Good luck. So I'm like, I'm shitting myself basically at this That's point. so ominous. And I'm like, I'm texting my mom and I'm texting my sister. I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, is this a good idea? And they're like, right, if you need to fly home, we'll buy you a ticket home. Like, it's no big deal. If you get there and it's awful, no big deal. It's fine. I get to Nairobi, it's the middle of the night. I walk out of the airport and there's 101 taxi drivers. Hey, yeah, get in my taxi, get in my taxi, get out. I'm like, uh, nah. Do you have a hostel at that point? Like, I had the hostel at this okay. point, yeah. Everything was sorted for me. I knew where I needed to go. All these taxi drivers start calling me into the taxi and I'm like, I'm not getting ripped off the moment I step into this country. Saw a massive sign saying Uber and I was like, oh, they have Uber in Kenya. Like, yeah. So I get on Uber. <laughs> get an uber to my hostel and isn't that nuts it was nuts and they yeah. had what well, they had it called uber chap chap and it was small ubers with like <laughs> only two seats or something like that and i thought it was, yeah, yeah. Wait, like, like so you got like uber uber xl yeah. uber exec uber chap chap yeah, but what kind of vehicle was it like a mazda mx5 type <laughs> <laughs> no it's just like really small city cars basically but still cars yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no amazing. not like a not like a tuk tuk or anything but like yeah small small cars a smart car yeah yeah for example <laughs> but yeah so you this rocks up I get taken to the hostel and he pulls up and there's this big metal gate and I'm like okay cool thanks man and I go to open the door and he's like no no and I'm like what do you mean no 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 he's like stay here and he just beeps the horn and I was like why am I not allowed out the car <laughs> what is going on and nothing happens I'm like it's okay like don't I think he's just trying to be now I'm like it's okay don't worry like I'll get out and I'll, I'll let myself in he's like no 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 stay in the car it's okay I was like what the f what's going on so he beeps the horn again. I'm like, oh, okay. And then this hand, like, that looks like five sausages, just reaches out the gate. And I'm like, what is this? He grabs the handle, pulls up the door, and this giant of a man is just stood there. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> and then he, he's like, so we drive into the hostel grounds. I'm like, oh, God, where am I? Anyway, I sign in, give the guy the money. He takes me to the room, and I'm like, great, it's like, 3 a.m. at this point, I'm like, I'm just going to go to sleep, wake up in the morning, assess the situation, we'll see what's going on. Was it just you in the room or other people? No, there was other people in the room as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, woke up the next day. It was great. All, the, all these travelers were really nice. Everyone's like, oh, hey, my name's da-da-da, my name's da-da-da, introducing themselves. How long are you here for? Ever been to Nairobi before? Nope. Know what you're doing? Nope. Oh, sweet. Let's stick together, basically. And it was like a really nice hostel full of really nice people. So yeah, I had nothing to worry about. And I spent a week there and it was great. Was it because the street is dangerous? Yes. That yeah. Yeah, Pretty I've much, heard yeah. I've uh I think my brother was in South Africa and he uh he needed security to go from a restaurant and two streets over yeah. to his hotel. Like you he said you could see it and he still had to get security yeah. to walk him with a gun. Yeah. Like I think for that South Africa is even worse to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Everything's just gated. Yeah. Well, in, in the main cities, to be fair. I've, I've not been to, like, I've, I've only been to Morocco. I've not explored any of the rest of it. Anyway, you were saying everyone yeah, was nice. Everyone was and nice. And then you went, 
out, I guess. Yeah, yeah, a couple of days later, um, we go out. It's, World Cup was on at the time, which is an amazing time to travel, I think. Yeah. I'm not even that big into football, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because everyone in the hostel is like, oh, I'm from da-da-da, my team's playing. Sweet, let's all go to the pub and let's watch your team play. Um, so we're going out every night going to watch the World Cup. And then one of the guys was from Switzerland and he knew some people in Nairobi and he said, oh, my friends are having a house party, let's go. Sick. When's the last time? When's the next time I'm going to go to a house party in Nairobi? So we pull up, gated community. Cool. Nice. Drive in. Nice house. Great. Music's playing. Awesome. Drinks. Ah, you help yourself. Ah, brilliant. It's a really good night. We're all having fun. We're all getting drunk. We're all having dancing. And then I go to the toilet at one point. I'm in there doing my business. Come back out. People are screaming. So it was like going in from like, woo, yeah, I guess I'll catch you guys in a bit. In there. Come back out, complete change of scenery. People are getting thrown on the floor, um, arms bent up behind their back, hands zip tied together, Ooh. hands handcuffed, thrown in the back of this unmarked van. And I'm just like, what? Uh, 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 stuck on the spot, basically. One of the girls from the hostel, she was German, she grabs my arm and she's like, we gotta go. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, not questioning it at all. So we run out into the street and we gather up the other friends that we had and there's one guy missing which was the Swiss guy who knew the person whose house party was right. and we're like right where is he so we're all looking around we can't see him anywhere we're like right let's just walk to the end of the street order an Uber and then we'll get out of here basically and as we walk to the end of the street we see a van drive past and there's like you know those vans which have a window in so you got the driver's section and then above there you got a window there uh, yeah. yeah yeah he was at, at that window. How? Don't know. <laughs> with his hands doing this. And at first he was just doing this. And we thought, oh, he's gotten in the van and he's going somewhere. Okay. Because we were drunk. And then he goes like this and you can see his hands are handcuffed. And we were like, oh my God. Okay, so there's handcuffs. So they must be police at this point. I guess. <laughs> anyway, these two girls come up and they say, yeah, they, he's been arrested. Um, there was a noise complaint and he's been arrested. So was, a noise complaint and they just arrest everyone at a party. They literally just arrested like a bunch of people, basically. <laughs> Makes you stop, to be fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all went home. Yeah. Like, it's quite effective. Um, you have no warnings. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Could you please t- turn it down? Um, <laughs> so yeah, we go to sleep. We go back to the hostel. We go to sleep. Because what else are we going to do at 4 a.m. in Nairobi? Wake up the next day and... Um, we're like, right, we're going to go find him. So we ask our hostel owner, where do you think he could be? And they were like, it's Sunday. You're not going to get into any of the prisons today. Oh, no. And we're like, well, we have to. He, he's flying home tomorrow. <laughs> so we um, basically look around all the prisons that we could. We went to City Hall. You physically went into... Physically went to into every single prison in... Not every single one, but a lot of prisons in How Nairobi. do you... Even, uh, I mean, I guess you just go and do a prison. Yeah, 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 literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Chap Chap. Yeah, chap, chap. Chap, 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 chap. You get yeah, in, you yeah. go, uh, prison. And they go, uh, okay. One prison, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we went around a bunch of them. And then the last one we checked was Nairobi Central Prison. For some reason, it's the last one we checked. Um, and we rock up and we're like, yeah, one of our friends is here. And they're like, um, yeah, the only other white guy in here, basically. So Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. <laughs> and we're like, right, can we see him? And they're like, yeah, you're just in time. In time for what? So there's like this bars, barred area, basically. And then all the prisoners who were in that cell block get to walk out in front of the bars and see people that are there waiting for them. Oh, so if you'd missed that, 
Yeah, exactly. What if you were there too don't early? Know. Don't know. Don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it was quite scary. We turn up. He sees us. He just bursts into tears. We hardly know each other. We've known each other for less than a week. And suddenly we're all there trying to break him out of prison. <laughs> so he bursts. He's like, oh, God, oh, guys, I'm so happy to see you. It's so nice to see you. And we're like, right, here's water. Here's some food. We're going to do all we can now. Basically, we're going to speak to everyone that we can and try and get you out. Um, yeah, we spoke with the chief of police for most of the day. Um, about what? About getting him out. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally, like, like what happened was to start this. And from what we gathered was one of the guys, was, these were un, it was like plainclothes police officers who came in, came in, grabbed him by the shoulder and pulled him. And he had a drink in his hand. And as he pulled him, he turned around and swilled the police officer, basically. So they just decked him for it. Um, and they were like, yeah, he assaulted, he assaulted one of my officers. And we're like... Yeah, he totally asked for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, well, no. Why would he... Like, no, obviously not. Um, so yeah, we had a shouting match with him, basically, for most of the day. And then at the end of the day, we were like, he's Swiss. He needs to fly home tomorrow. We shouldn't have told him that. Because then they were like, ah, oh, well, how much money are you going to give us then? Mm-hmm. And it was between like $200 and like $1,000 that they wanted. And it, it, was make, it was pulling numbers out of thin air, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended up being like, right, we're just going to call the embassy. And then he tucked his tail between his legs and rang someone else and was like, right, if he apologizes to my officers, they'll apologize to him and we'll let you go. And he was like, cool, where's the officers? Like, I'm sorry, let me go. <laughs> and we went. And it was like, why didn't we say that earlier? Yeah. Like, why have we did been you, shouting all day? Did you witness bullet. the apologies? I didn't actually know. I was outside oh. at this point because I just shouted at the chief of police and my friends were like, just have to go outside. Like, don't, 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 yeah, you, 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 we don't want you in it with him. Like, but yeah. I love that, that they were like, right apologize yeah <laughs> everyone say sorry to everyone else and we'll just call it quits like i wonder if they tell that story well yeah. oh, we had this stupid swiss guy <laughs> yeah there's a podcast we're like oh, apologize <laughs> <laughs> did the guy the swiss guy tell you anything about his experience in the prison yeah so he said um he didn't sleep much uh um he was the smallest guy in there Everyone else was just... I wouldn't even be able to sleep in the huge. first place. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. And uh, when we gave him the food and the water, he went in and he just gave it out to everyone else, basically. He was like, I'm going to make friends while I'm in here because I don't know how long I'm going to be in here for. Mm. Yeah. Um, but when we saw him, like, his clothes were ripped, his mouth was all bloody, like... Yeah. It didn't seem like a fun night for him, like, at all. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And the prison wasn't too nice either. Yeah, okay. I was going like, to say. There's like bullet holes in the floor and like around the door. And yeah, it wasn't a nice place to God. be. Like, and there was my, that was my one but last day in Nairobi. <laughs> what so, did you do the next day? Go to the spa or something? <laughs> I, think, I think I went to a museum actually. <laughs> just children in a museum all day. Chill. Yeah. But yeah. Just wind down. Yeah, yeah, literally. Prison museum. Did they have a gift shop? <laughs> <laughs> they did have a shop. Full of really dry donuts and bottled water. But yeah. What, the prison? Yeah. Oh. It's like a canteen. That's nice. Oh. <laughs> well, that's nice. Yeah. So how was Kilimanjaro? Uh, excellent. I've, I, it's something I've always thought about doing. I'd recommend it to anyone, honestly. It's not... 
It's difficult. It's six days of non-stop walking uphill. I mean, have you seen me? I am fucking jacked. Yeah. So I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll probably take me three days as well. Yeah. <laughs> Two up, one down. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't sleep as well. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Convenient. Don't need to. But yeah, it's... Like Kim um, Jong-un. It's good. Like, it's really fun. It's, it was, it's a great experience. How like, does it work? Like, so you get there and they... Is it basically like all like one experience, like one thing? You From the moment you fly away from the UK... It's just one thing they they guide you everywhere. Yes, you yeah. Stay. So I did it because I did it through a charity. I had a host, and she picked us up at the airport, and then took us to the hotel. The hotel is full of people who are climbing Kilimanjaro anyway. Then they brief you and tell you what's going to go on, what altitude sickness feels like, and how to deal with it if you do have it. Um, they then take a bunch of tests, like your blood oxygen and things like that, as like a base standard. And then every night, then you also have that test to see how you're doing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's yeah. They don't just chuck you up there. Like, go on, see how you Off do. You like, yeah. Don't they? Don't you have to go up and then come back down a little bit? So one of the nights, yeah, it was climb high, sleep low. So I think that was mm. the third day. Basically, you're just nonstop walking up, 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 up. And then one of the days you climb up, you stay there to have lunch at this like, because it used to be a volcano. Mm. And it's basically stay in this lava field to have lunch. And you stay there for as long as you can, really, hour and a half, two hours. And then you come back down, right? sleep down and then push even further the next day. Um, because there's climb actual climbing involved. On oh, the what route, proper? On, yeah, on the route that I did, there was. There's like uh, seven yeah, or eight because you were now. the climbing club. No, climbing I didn't club? do it with the climbing club. No, no. Um, oh no, just because you'd been there, you probably did a more complicated route or something. Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but yeah. Um, it's not like ropes and carabiners and gear. It's just like a scramble, but uh, it's okay. still climbing. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and the porters are doing it with like. 40 kilograms on them and is there a way to do this like you go to penivan you park your car and you climb up with an easier route and a more difficult route is there a way to do that there like you literally as an individual you get there just park your car and climb up no because you need a permit oh okay it's It's in like a massive national park yeah 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 so because it's all protected you need they need to know who's on the mountain and when each camp that you get to you have to sign a book to say that you've got there um it's quite good actually you put your name uh your nationality your age and then you can write a note as well but the names and ages was the most crazy bit because you're seeing it like da 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 82 and you're like <laughs> sick like sick what message did you leave i can't remember like, flip-flops bitches <laughs> <laughs> yeah killy flip-floppable <laughs> tell me about the wildlife it was great i went to um so on the way up Kilimanjaro actually there's uh you start in a rainforest so it's full of like massive birds and monkeys and like rainforest Rainforest animals yeah frogs (laughs) and snakes and lizards and stuff um and then the further up you go it gets deader basically Mm. there's not much can live up there and then they have a type of raven that only lives on Kilimanjaro and it's massive like beak the size of this microphone sort of massive oh mate yeah they're my faves what ravens yeah yeah, yeah. they're sick they're really yeah. really nice like they yeah and they're just huge and they just pick on whatever they can up there basically badass yeah so towards the end with the altitude sickness did you i didn't no i was okay um the only problem i had at the summit was i had like a, a bladder in my bag a water bladder and the tube froze so I'm walking up, uh, tired as hell because you start at midnight, 
to, to the push to the summit for oh, what, for sunrise for sunrise Sun- okay. yeah yeah so sun is rising as you're walking up and then so you you come down with enough time to get to the base camp yeah. further down so you go up and down in the same day basically and um yeah my tube froze so i'm walking to the summit with a frozen tube i can't drink anything so i'm getting dehydrated altitude's horrible anyway so yeah, it yeah. was it was rough for me but i didn't get altitude sickness one of the boys did but he Have had... You had it before no i've never had altitude oh, sickness it's the worst and yeah one of the boys i clan killy with had it but he has he had something like four brain tumors removed or something like that and he was climbing killy like fair play oh, to him like, yeah but um the porters had to drag him up basically yeah yeah um yeah, yeah and isaac got it. uh mm-hmm. altitude sickness that was when funny. we were on the rally that was yeah come your highway yeah. Oh, how up that? What's that? Four, four, six, five, six, or something like that. Four, something six, like that. six, five. Yeah. There's a lot it's of fives and sixes. Yeah. It starts with the four. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's nuts what it does to you. Yeah. Like even like, speaking quite, of nuts, <laughs> yeah, literally, actually, <laughs> Isaac's nuts swelled, swelled up. up. Did they? Yeah. yeah oh, I can't wait to get to that. Well, Isaac keep... swelled nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when because inevitably we're going to go to the yeah. The rally journey as well. Yeah. Should we just hit it? Yeah. How did you guys wind up doing that together? So I was after I got home from Killy. Um, everyone kept asking me like, "Oh, sick trip. What are you gonna do next?" And I was like, "I don't know." And but then I'd been speaking to the rally about the rally with Isaac because I knew him in first year and lived with him in second year. Mm. And then obviously I knew Ed from uni and lived him in third year. And both of them guys didn't. You didn't know each other properly. I think I'd met him once before. Yeah, at yours. Yeah, at like a house party or something. Yeah. What before saying you were going to go on the rally? Yeah. Oh, fair. Yeah. But I knew that these two guys were talking about doing the rally, and you were both very. You didn't serious. know it. You didn't know about it, did you? No, you guys. Both, you. you guys both introduced me to it. Yeah, and you guys were both very serious about traveling. Isaac's been to like Malawi and Australia for long periods of time, and you've obviously been all over the shop. So I was like, if anyone's going to do it, these two guys will. Yeah, lean into it. So I was oh, that's like, amazing. So yeah, I remember texting them both as I came back, being like, "Right, Mongol rally." It's quite funny because I got that text when so I was uh, my girlfriend at the time was from Slovakia, and I went to visit her, and I landed, and the first text I see is Sam asking if I wanted to do the rally, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." I was so pumped. I was so like, I was I was going to see my girlfriend. It was going to be great. It's summer, Slovakia, like 30 degrees, country I've never been to. It's going to be great. I see this text. I'm like, wow, next year I'm going to do this amazing thing. Everything's great. And we broke up. <laughs> yeah. And I had to like go to, to nearby Vienna to stay with my sister's mate oh, yeah. for like three days. Oh, what, so she yeah, got while you all was the way there and then... Well, that, yeah, it, it's a complicated story yeah. and it's not really her fault. Let's anyway. go back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was more of a, a thing that I, where I was like, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to stay here. Yeah. So I'm going to go. And then I went to Vienna, got the bus there and stayed there for three days, got the bus back to Bratislava, got the flight home. Yeah. It was a oh, bit of a God. weird one. Yeah. But I was doing the rally in the, the yeah. year after that, so <laughs> yeah. I was kind of excited. Swing some roundabouts. Like. <laughs> yeah, nothing like a relationship to send you somewhere okay. weird, right? Yeah. 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 So, kind of got back to Bristol. That's when you moved in with us, I think. At yes, that point. in third year, yeah. And it was perfect to like plan it as well. Mm-hmm. Because we had like, what, nine months, ten months to plan it. I think so, And yeah. also, in those, those ten months, we did that trip to Wales as well. So, uh, yeah, it was yeah. a year uh, full of okay. friendship. Yeah. Friendship, love, and trips. Yes. Beautiful. And breakups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which way were you going? Like what? 
Which way did you go? East. <laughs> Mongolia's east. <laughs> Kevin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we went uh, the central Dicks. route. Is that what they call no, it? The no, central I route? I think it's a... Southern route. Did you go through Iran? No. Because no. we yeah, couldn't at that time. They, Britain and Iran were... Well, they're still they really, not... Yeah, but at that point, um, Iran had just seized a British Navy ship or something. Oh, it's true. I remember As that. we were driving towards Iran. Yeah. And as a, as like for, for Brits, you have to have a guide 24-7 with you. <laughs> yeah. And that's expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, loads of people normally chip in together and stuff, right? Yeah. I'd have loved to. Yeah, it, it but as a team good, of three, but... it was quite expensive and... For seven days, I mean, it would be like a proper, like tour guide. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's not. It's com- the complete opposite of what you do on it the. It would have been adventuring. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, decided against it. I, would you have needed just... one? No. Oh well, yeah. Would have been just you and Isaac yeah, yeah, splitting the bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ed gets to do whatever he wants, and we're stuck with a babysitter. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd always. Oh, I'd love to go to Iran. From yeah. the stories that we like, all the Aussies went, and they loved it. Yeah, Amanda went as well. Yeah. She said it was one of her favorite oh, so countries. Oh, so it was the ever. same for you, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like your team couldn't go because it was too no, complicated. Because we, we were poor. Yeah. 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 Join the cloud. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, we got the beautiful, amazing Caspian Sea Ferry. Mm. Oh, yeah. Which Wonderful. was the, the we got, we got floating stuck. prison. Yeah. Because the president of Turkmenistan was dead. <laughs> oh, I remember, remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was Eid. Yeah. it was. The so week. everything was just shut. No one was doing anything. We didn't know what was going on. We were stuck floating, anchored in the middle of the Caspian Sea uh, for man, five was, days. Was, I were think you the on total the thing was five days. I'm not sure how long we were actually anchored there. I think yeah. the, we, oh, we anchored st- was like two days. Two days, I think. Yeah. I remember waking up in the middle of the night and hearing the engine and being like, oh my God. Oh, they oh all woke us up oh at God. like 5 a.m. Be like, we're leaving. We have to go to, like, we have to dock now. And then we Yeah, everyone, we give, give us your passports. Put your bags there. We were like, oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, we're going now. Yeah, nice. And then we sat there in the canteen of the ship for like four hours, five hours, maybe more. I don't, I don't know. Just doing nothing. But but going back to like the start, that that ferry basically, if you, if you want to get from Azerbaijan to the other side, you either go to Kazakhstan or Turkmenistan. Turkmenistan is pretty close off country, pretty hard to get into that. Yeah. Um, and if you go back to like July, suppose July, maybe August 2019, and you you Google. Turkmen Bashi, is that his? No, is that his? Yeah. Turkmen Bashi, is that yeah. the president? Yeah, I think so. Well, whatever. No, no, Gorbayana Kayov or some, some weird name. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that, but it's okay. something like that. Um, there were reports of him being dead because yeah. no one yeah. had seen him in like years, well, not years, but weeks. And then they put out this video oh, of, yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. of some, some car doing donuts next to the... The gates of hell. The gates of oh. hell. But you couldn't see I... the, the the guy it was inside. Like, it was like a GoPro of him in a car. And then it would cut to a drone of <laughs> him doing donuts. And then it would cut back to the GoPro of him just in a car. <laughs> so no proof that it was him. And they were just like, yeah, so he's alive. You know, he's doing donuts. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, you... what he, that's what he's been doing for the last two weeks. Like, Have you seen the video of him falling off a horse? No. Yeah, yes. they do like a horse it's race like a and competition. the horse stops and he just like, oh, like eats so much shit. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so funny. So bad. But the, the the stuff that he's done, he's done a rap video. Yeah. yeah. He's My favorite is the shooting video on oh, the horse. Yeah. He's, on, he's on a push bike. Oh, is it a bike? He's oh, on a push, push bike with a handgun. <laughs> and like the GTA editing. vibes. Like. The editing is so bad. So he like shoots and then like a second later will cut to the target. The target will just uh, <laughs> just on a little push bike, and then it cuts to all of the like the guards and the generals, and they're like, 
(laughs) (laughs) Just terrified. There's a gun just out of... But yeah, so getting into that was just a mess. And that ferry, it's not like your, you know, your ferry to go from Calais to to no, it's a proper Soviet ferry. Yeah. Like it was one toilet, I remember. I think first class had their own toilet, but yeah, we had did. one toilet which was first class. There was definitely first class. Well, at least like there was a toilet that was locked. Basically, <laughs> there was a toilet for oh, the was fancy pants. Yeah, yeah, and there was oh, a room okay. where there was. Sh- I mean, there was a couple of. There rooms was just where... a room that people shat in. <laughs> that was basically <laughs> what the toilet was. <laughs> it was a hole in the ground. Like <laughs> Ash from the pre- previous episodes would have hated it. Yeah. Oh my god, a no moving way, yeah. toilet, which is squat toilet. Oh, yeah, the smell. Oh, it was grim. And but, you were ill. Isaac was ill. Yeah, I was all right. I got sea legs, but you guys were. Oh my <laughs> god! Legs. The best thing about you guys being ill though is I had all your food. Oh, all your boiled chicken and yeah the food was uh, delicious soup. as well <laughs> oh, did you get food from the boat yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. stupidly we left our food in the car and you couldn't go to the car really I went to and the car didn't... once and I nearly passed out because of the films down there <laughs> it was grim down in the hole. I forgot about that it's true you yeah. were like right we need to go down I need to grab all the snacks that we have I need to grab the alcohol that we have <laughs> And the playing cards or something like that. And then come back up. And I remember being down there and being like, oh, Jesus Christ. On top of the car, like, what am I looking for? <laughs> Came back up. I was like, jeez, what was that? <laughs> Do you remember this, Ashley? When we, when we, I said, oh my God. So in Turkmenistan, you, when you get there and a lot of countries, but it's even worse there. The owner of the car has to go through a separate like way. Yeah. yeah. And then the other people in the car have to go through a pedestrian way. And Isaac was owner of the car, technically. And... He passed out when, or, or almost passed out. He was feeling he really did. unwell yeah. when we were supposed to drive off the boat. Basically, he was like crazy dehydrated. And then we're also in with the films and in the hold where all the cars Because are. they told us to go down and yeah. they ha- hadn't opened the like... The door. The door for another like 30 minutes. So Isaac was kind of like, you know, intoxicated with Yeah, fumes. yeah, basically. And I had to drive the car out. And at this point, we were like, oh shit, why if he... You know, if it doesn't get better, like this is going to be a mess at the Turkmen yeah. board. Like, I was like, I do not want to go to a hospital in Turkmenistan. <laughs> well, like... that's the first thing, but even getting in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. But he got better. He did, yeah. I don't think he was very happy doing having to do that, but um, no. Yeah, because that's a mess as well. I think we that was so. Oh my god! All the that... bureaucracy at some of those borders. That was the just... funniest yeah. thing though for us because we were just like <laughs> 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 we walk into this brand new marble building and there's. Two people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you have to go through like, look, how do you call them? Like those booths, like kind of counter things. And there's one for every step. Like first step is, I don't know, like your passport. Second step is uh, get your visa signed. Third step is this. And then finally, step you is like this, the, the And then you pay for this and you do this. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's all kind of in the same room, but you have to go from one window to the other and stuff like that. It's just one guy. So everyone... Yeah, yeah. Every- <laughs> So there's like ten people. Puts on a going, different hat. <laughs> it was yeah, so yeah. close. Takes his tie off, like <laughs> so close to being exactly like that. So we all go through the first one, and we're like, "Well, where do we, where do we go now?" Like ten people going through the first one. We're all like, "Okay," and then he goes out, walks into the next one. He's like, "Come on!" <laughs> then we all queue up again. Like, yeah. we, we queued up like four times, something like that. Then we go to the bank to pay their normal visa fee plus their fee that you have to pay, but you can't question. Bullshit fee, like yeah. There's literally like the hundred dollars more but you, a, you, fee. a fee yeah. yeah and that woman did everything then we were out we're like okay we're gonna get some cash 
Uh, we go oh, to yeah. the bank, and she's, she's at there. the bank. <laughs> it's a different building. <laughs> you wave a taxi now, and she turns up. <laughs> it really felt like the first hour felt like a simulation. Yeah, like yeah, it really we went did. to the toilet. That's insane. Nothing worked in the toilet. Oh yeah, you couldn't like you tried to wash hands. There was no water coming. Like, yeah, there was just nothing. Hand dryers wouldn't turn on. It was perfect. No bog roll. It was yeah, but nothing worked. It was so except surreal. the cameras. I d- I'm yeah, sure yeah. the cameras worked <laughs> for sure. And then we waited for like four hours while Isaac was doing the same with like the car that we were doing inside. Yeah. <laughs> so he was queuing up. Go they through one check. A Turkish truck driver though, that was on the boat with us. Oh yes, he and spoke he, English. Yeah, he spoke a bit of English. Taught me how to play backgammon. What a guy! And then he <laughs> um, he basically told all the other truck drivers, "Don't queue up yet. Let all these guys go first. Let I didn't them realize get through. He did that. Yeah, he basically stopped all the other truck drivers for us. They all went through." Let us all go through and then helped us with all the paperwork mm. as well because he must have spoke some... God, it's so Talking cool. Man. He was so nice and mm. yeah. There's yeah, some great sorted people. us out basically. Yeah, some really good people. He was also the guy that told us to bring lots of bread onto the boat and we got on the boat and there was nothing but bread. <laughs> so I was like, what do we do with all this bread? <laughs> the bread sandwich tonight for tea boys. <laughs> we have to talk about the food though. Like specifically the one meal we had about eight times. No, literally, it was boiled chicken on the on the yeah. ship. Okay. An, an anemic boiled chicken leg <laughs> and rice, overcooked rice or overcooked pasta. Yeah, nothing on it and some soup. Oh, the soup that yeah, the starters was pretty good. Yeah, but we just you just save the <laughs> soup tray. and then you put your chicken and your pasta and everything in the soup. Oh like, yeah, yeah, I was gonna There's say, and it was flavor. one bottle of hot sauce and. <laughs> Thirty people on the boat. Fight maybe? to the death. Oh, literally, it went in the first day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was also very interesting drinks. Like the, you didn't know what it was. It was just like this Fanta coloured, you know, orange. Oh yeah, very artificial drink. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what that was. Uh, and this is all like on a like forty-year-old like ship. It's just it's it's not a ferry. It's like well, it is a ferry, but it's just for you know freight. Yeah, it's not yeah. for people. Do you remember when we found the gym? We did find a gym. Yeah, there was like a, the there's boat. an old old gym in the boat. Proper Soviet. I, I was like going to explore. I was like, I need to look at every room in yeah. this Every boat. inch of the place. Yeah, I wasn't feeling seasick, so I was coming with. Yeah, and then we <laughs> went down, 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 and there's this like gym. There's like weights in there and a pull-up bar. Well, gym is kind of like overselling it. Here. Okay, it's literally yeah, but, a metal room. Like, yeah. Like, you know, the proper yeah, like... full of... Other metal pieces things. of metal, <laughs> like <yeah. laughs> a bar with two like pieces of heavy metal. Yeah, literally. You know, like the Just old like, like, tires. Yeah, you know the old strongman pictures you see where they were in like a leopard print leotard. And yes. got holding. There was one of those weights. The triangular. Yeah, and the, the ones with the big balls on the yeah. end as well. Like, yeah, but there was also a ping pong table. Oh yeah, oh, that right. was a that's a game changer. Yeah. yeah. My that, God, that we did just play ping pong. Yeah. On a boat, though, so it's like, very... <laughs> you need skills. <laughs> I just remembered the other thing where the Turkmen military just suddenly showed up and we were like outside on the deck, like with our cameras and stuff. And then the captain said, Yes, go back inside. They might think your cameras are guns and will shoot at us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we all had to go inside and just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Navy just turned up and it was just like, you could see the boats as you could count them as they were coming. Like, and it was just like, Why, where are all these coming from? Did they get on the ship? No, 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 no. I think they were just making sure that no one was doing stuff. Where we could I don't do. know. Like, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a surreal experience. Getting The entirety of Turkmenistan was a surreal experience. God, I'm, I'm dying to go there. It's crazy it cool. It sounds so odd. It was when we turn up, start driving through like the country, basically, 
it's the first time we saw camels on the rally, so it was the first time we're like, oh my god, we're yeah. we're not not home. <laughs> we're like, not yeah, anymore. Yeah. I remember thinking, looking out the window, being like, we drove here. There's a camel next to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're racing a camel right now. Yeah, we we, dro- we, we left Bristol like a, a month ago. Well, we, how? Yeah, <laughs> this is so far. I've heard the roads are like squeaky. Yes. When you drive on them, they're uh, the, so When you first fresh. get there, yeah. They're immaculate. And then you they're drive perfect. 50 to 100 miles and they disappear. Yeah, then they're really right. And then it's just... Oh, the yeah. washboard. The, the, yeah. the one leaving from leaving Ashgabat going north to uh, Uzbekistan and the gates of hell and stuff like that. That is hell. That is horrible. Yeah, that was a grim road. That's the why one... I did most of my driving. Yeah. Because I didn't have a license. So all the long, straight desert roads, they were mine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good that was. You were driving and we were like, ah, oh, let's go get some food. There's a village over there. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, in Turkmenistan you have to stay on your set route. Like you literally give you a piece of paper at the border. You, you have see, to draw yeah. your route. And you say you... where are you going? I'm gonna go to this town, this city, this town, and this city. And you have to drive the route. To drive it, that route. And if you're if they stop you and you're not where you you're supposed to be, you're probably in trouble. Which is what happened to us. Yeah. So we, we turn off into this little town. Let's go find some food. Great. We turn up. The town's full of people. There's music playing. They had this big like swing set with like just people stood on either side, just going ninety degrees. It's crazy, crazy looking place. Parties everywhere. Like, the oh. opposite of what we expected to find in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, okay, sweet supermarket there. Let's get some food and see what's going on. So we jump out our car. We start walking towards these big massive swings and where the music is and see what's going on. And then this guy comes up and he's like, "Let me see your documents." But it's just plain clothes, guys. Just ra- random, random dude. I was like, no. No. <laughs> Isaac was like, no, maybe we should. I was like, nah, dude. Like, who's this guy? No. F- completely forgetting I'm in a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. So we just keep walking like, yeah, whatever. And then another guy says, which documents? And I was like, oh, okay, maybe we should show these guys our documents. So I, we start calling the other guys like, come back. Like, we ain't supposed to be here. And we show them the documents. They're like, yeah, you said you'd be here. That's not here. <laughs> And we were like, oh, we just want some food. He's like, yeah, there's no food here for you. There's a whole we like, village party. There's a supermarket there, and a village full of people. Like, what are they eating? Like, so yeah, basically he was like, don't worry, get in your cars. He's like, I'll I'll lead you out and I'll uh, get you back on the main road and point you in the right direction to, to, to another town, to that town where you're supposed to be. So we're like, okay, yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, no worries. He drives off. There's another car behind us. Like we, have a, we had a little bit of a convoy and there's two cars just... It, driving us out basically mm. we get back on the road we drive for another 20 miles they're still with us and then they they like overtake us really like really quickly yeah and then we overtake them like five minutes later and then they overtake us again yeah like clearly just like making sure we're still there going at a normal <sighs> pace i thought that was going somewhere somewhere different that they were gonna take you somewhere ridiculous and oh yeah oh, no, no, just took us the main road just took us the main road luckily yeah oh fair but yeah and then we spent the rest of the time in Turkmenistan doing Turkmenistani things. And then as we were leaving, go to the Uzbek border and there was that wedding that we crashed. Yeah. Basically turn up and there's another party. And we're like, Excellent. Oh, let's check out this party. And everyone's like, yeah, come in, come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah sweet, come in, come in. We're like, what? I think you actually, you talked about this in the Peru episode. I, I talked about it in the last episode. Yeah, yeah, last yeah, week. yeah. But I didn't, I only talked about like taking pictures of pictures with the bride. I didn't take... And being uh, crusty. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> That's the one you remember. <laughs> I didn't get a picture of the bride. I was too busy eating the food. I was with, uh, <laughs> with uh, Ollie. Ollie. Yes. I think Ollie. Um, and, but I didn't mention what happened at the end. Because I completely forgot about that until now. 
the way we got like ushered out as well. Oh, the police yeah. was coming. Yeah, yeah, the police were coming. You need to go. You need to go now. The police because coming. otherwise and the, the family's going to be in trouble. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, shit. So, yeah, some guy came up to us and said, if we don't leave, everyone here is going to get arrested. Oh, and we were like, um, okay. <laughs> Poor bastards. Yeah, literally. It was one hell of a party. It was great. <laughs> they had something else I didn't mention last week. I've completely forgotten until I looked at pictures this week. They had a crane with a yes, camera. Yes, yes. Like, <laughs> like a full <laughs> film crew. Like, it was like Lord of the Rings of <laughs> weddings. Yeah. Huge. It was like 700 people fucking live streaming. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's dressed absolutely immaculately. And then, yeah, we're dusty as hell and we're in like vests. <laughs> Literally. Well, we're, the place we were at before that was the gates of hell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the dustiest the, place on earth. Like Contrast. Straight to a wedding. Is, yeah. And then we slept on the Uzbekistan border. Okay. Yeah, they wouldn't we, let us through because they yeah, were closed. We we got there a bit too late, so yeah. Because we, we had that with the Mongolia border, we just had to sleep upright in the car for a few hours. <laughs> no, we did set our tent, tent up, up lit- yeah. literally right next to the fence. That's a good move. Yeah, yeah. that was right. It was loads of us. Yeah, it was tons of us. To be fair, it wasn't that, the best night's sleep though. I remember the morning being quite rough. I don't know why. When did your car start going to shit? Because it really went to shit, Kazakhstan. right? Kazakhstan. Right. So the yeah, roads in it. Kazakhstan ruined our car. Because right. they're all like waved yeah. almost, but they've just been melted and then run over by trucks. They're like waved, but in the in the direction of the road. So yeah. you either try to avoid the road and literally drive on the... Yeah, we spend most of the time driving alongside the road, looking at the road, <laughs> wishing we were on the road. <laughs> like, or then you there's those spaces your... where there's no road, but then there is a road next to you, but you can't get yes, onto yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed on that road. Because like. <laughs> yeah. every, like, I don't know, 500 metres, there'd just be a mountain of, like, tarmac. Yeah. Did you see those? Yeah. Oh, man, it's so annoying. <laughs> looking at it. <laughs> it looks so smooth. But that, that definitely broke our car because our sump just like got bent and we couldn't like read the amount of uh, oil we had. It said car. that we had oil, but we didn't. Was it dripping oil? I don't like, think so. No, I think no. it had just like the bottom of the sump was raised. So the level was raised. So, so it was constantly oil, full. Like, yeah. 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 And yeah, so our car threw a piston basically. Yeah. You got there. We did. We did. By the saints of Austrians that came to pick us up. Like we were stuck in, we were stuck in a place called Pavlodar for two, yes. two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. Well, two maybe weeks. less, maybe like 11 days or something, but a crazy amount. And it I is don't like, think any tourist has ever spent that much. No, time in no, Pavlodar. literally it is the middle of nowhere, Kazakhstan. <laughs> and there's nothing. Well, there's one thing to do there is go to four Komnati, which is four rooms, <laughs> a club we went to several times. Yes, we did. Yeah. 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 Cause one of the days, one of the days you buy one beer and the rest of your beers are free. That was the first day. <laughs> Amazing. Best club ever. Like, just sit here and drink that beer all night. That makes no sense. Absolute zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Pavlodar north like of Almaty. Yeah, yeah. It's, yes. it's a northern border. Like, it's uh, like, yeah. Yes. We yeah. got to the, the, there, to the Russian Ronald. border, like, in what? A couple hours? A couple hours, yeah. Yeah. Right. Close. yeah, yeah. But yeah, we stuck there for two weeks. We decided we were going to make the most of it. So our um, mechanic, he... Got us uh, an apartment with a friend of his. Legend. Um, no, she good. was an English teacher. So that was good. No, no, the apartment. No, that was someone who couldn't speak a word oh, of it? English. And we, like, one day we had people over. Oh, I, and she was yes. angry. Yes, and, I do remember. And I couldn't 
talk to her, but I literally, I mean, <laughs> couldn't express yeah. her rage properly. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of the ra- a couple of rallyers basically came through to see how we were doing. She was not. Happy and she was not happy that they were. They didn't yeah. stay with us. No, they just stayed. Like, they were the, just the night, I think. But then she turned up as they were there and was like, "What's was, going on?" That's quite lucky to be fair. Yeah. But the, I mean, the, the flat was pretty cool. Yeah. It was so weird. It was like one of those proper like Soviet blocks. Where With the, the metal doors. proof doors. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Those doors impossible to open. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh my God. It's like you were there. <laughs> but inside. I've unlocked so many of those doors. <laughs> inside it was perfect. It was it lovely. Was, it yeah. was lovely. It was a bit small. I mean, we had like one bed for three people. I sat on the couch for two weeks. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, paradise. Yeah. yeah. No, it, was, it was, it was, a, yeah. As far as flats go in the middle of absolute nowhere Kazakhstan, it was. Cool. And, and the way we found it is. Perfect. really lucky yeah like, mm. i mean we didn't really look for anything we just found a mechanic on um some app i can't remember probably i over lambda yeah uh <laughs> i remember actually we found that mechanic because it said speaks german and i speak german so we're like perfect we can find like we can communicate to someone we get that the guy doesn't speak per- uh, german but he sp- speaks like perfect english yeah <laughs> <laughs> so. ah, same same yeah yeah so perfect yeah and then you guys that flat which was great and then he sorted out with his friend who was an English teacher. And we, <laughs> she invited us to teach her classes for a day. So that was quite Did fun. Did you go in? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. We met the kids. Like, it was a bit strange. But we're not we... teachers. Like, Is Isaac... that where you donated the cricket? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we actually didn't donate it there. We left it in the garage and the, the, the mechanic gave it to them. Yeah, oh, it's okay. the same school, yeah. Yeah. They must be so confused at cricket. Yeah, but what do I do? Is this like a hammer? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then what happened? Because I remember talking to you. Were you guys trying to get another engine? Yeah. yeah so we were, we were, we reached out to Fiat, Fiat Russia. All the Fiat All the Fiat garages. Oh, everyone basically. was like tagging them. Yes, I yeah. yeah. We started a social media. It, like... if you, if I genuinely thought that would work because it was like 100 comments on the each Fiat post saying help Bristangolia, save Bristangolia, yeah. stuff like that. And there's no way they didn't see it. And it's they, impossible yeah. that yeah. they didn't see it. Right. They, they must have seen it. It was literally like their last seven posts, 100 comments on each. Like amazing people that followed us. Yeah. That just started doing that and sharing it everywhere. That's so and cool. Tagging them. I'm like really stories. surprised they didn't bite. Yeah. Because that's a really good yeah. opportunity. It would have been the like, perfect like marketing for them. But I think it was actually too complicated for them to help us because there's no Fiat presence in, in Eastern, well, in Central Asia. No. Yeah. The Fiat parts are made in Turkey. That's as far as they go. And Poland as and well. And Poland, yeah. Poland, so. yeah. We tried to import a, uh, an engine that we actually bought with someone's money who sent like a follower... Oh, Tom. Tom, yeah. Yeah, from, he's, from uh, he's, um, no, he's from Bristol. No, he's from Scotland. He's oh, lived but in he's Bristol. living in Bristol, yeah. He's, he's um, gone back to Scotland now. Yeah, he was a surgeon, wasn't he? Yeah. And, and he, he was drunk one night, found us on Instagram and was like, I will send you the money for this engine. And we were like, <laughs> we were oh my God, badass. amazing. Oh my God, yes, we'll speak, speak to you tomorrow. Yeah, great. He wakes up in the morning, he's like, Okay, I won't send you all though. He's like, but I'll give you some money. We were like, still. That is Do you amazing. think he was just a bit pissed up and yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so inspired by these boys. Uh, <laughs> but he he did send us some money, and we bought an engine. I think it was in Belarus. Yeah. And they said yeah, it's going to take like seven days, and we like calculated, and we were like, okay, maybe ten days we can do it, as long as it comes within ten days. And then like a few days later, don't hear anything from it, and suddenly they say, yeah, no, it's going to be eleven. And we're like, well, we're going to miss the finish line. Like, and they yeah. refunded us. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Which was great customer service. Yeah, fair play. Belarusian garage. garage. Yeah. Did Tom get his money back? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah. We <laughs> of course. You paused for a second there. I was like, oh, shit. I shouldn't have asked that. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't. I, I thought you were talking about our Tom, and I was like, why would I was I like, I don't remember <laughs> borrowing money off him. We borrowed money off a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. but that's all. Like, yeah. You then, only borrow money off Tom once. Yeah. <laughs> he'll he'll cut you. Break legs. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, guy, the, the mechanic, um, he gave us an option, though, to, yeah. to, to save our trip. Not to save it, actually, but... Uh, if we wanted in, to scrap the car, we had to import it into the country. Yeah, which mm-hmm. would have cost a lot of money. Yeah. So he was like, he uh, he sent me a text, and I can't exactly remember how he phrased it, but I did say his English was perfect, but it was perfect it was for good. the standards. Yeah. But he, the way he said it was, um, we can burn the car, there will be no sign of arson. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whew. I'm not sure I mean, that's that. not incriminating. No. Yeah. So we're ready. We're actually ready to do this, basically. We're getting to the point now where we're like... We have to make a decision. We have to make a decision. We're going to import the car. We're going to do it legally. Or Imagine how much fun it would be. We'll give it to Pavel and he will burn our car. <laughs> and at least we get to watch Crash, which is the name of the car, go up in flames. We're like, great. Viking funeral. Like, we're all getting... We're like, right. So we have to make a decision tonight. We're like, we're getting ready to make a decision. And then out of the blue, we get this phone call. Unknown... Austrian number. Austri- Austrian number. Like, all right, answer. Hello, who's this? And it's uh, Team Voyage. Voyage. The last team on the rally, literally the last car. They had to stop because two of them went to a wedding. So they stopped in Astana, Astana, flew home for the wedding, came back to Astana, picked up the car, carried on. So they're literally the last team. And they said, right, do you boys want to make Mongol rally history? We were like, wow, can you say no to something like that? (laughs) (laughs) And they said, right. You, we are driving tomorrow. Tomorrow evening, you need the car stripped. Anything that can be chucked out, chuck it out. Strip it clean. We'll get it as light as possible. We'll tow you to the finish line. Also, get a get tow bar. <laughs> We're like, right, it's on. Ring Pavel. Pavel, strip the car. Get the chairs out. Take the roof rack off. Did you take the engine out? So we said take the engine out, and he said you can't get into Russia. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because it's not a car if it has yeah, no yeah. engine. Yeah, I think we possibly had that conversation yeah. because ran into a number of issues yeah. with that before. Yeah, it would have helped with the weight, though, because that's like 500 kilos out. Yeah. So that was the plan, was get into Russia, take it out, dispose it somewhere in a ditch. Give it to power. There will be no <laughs> sign of arson. <laughs> None. <laughs> yeah. None and then we'll carry on. But then when we got to Russia, we were like, let's just push on. It's, it's working. Let's not yeah. stop. Yeah. And we drove for 62 hours, I think it was. I can't remember, but it was the total was... 3,800 yeah. kilometers. Something like that. that sounds Non-stop awful. driving. Through that part once. of Russia as well. We stopped yeah. once in Irkutsk. Yeah, we Irkutsk. did. Yeah. And we got to sleep in a... Log cabin. Ancient log cabin, yeah, basically. Which was this guy's family home that he grew up in, and he let us stay there. Carpets on the walls. Carpets on the walls. Carpets that was my walls. next sentence. And also <laughs> the most, the weirdest hole in the bathroom. Yes, it's a <laughs> random like, hole in the wall. It's not a toilet. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there wasn't a toilet. Like, there was a toilet oh, on the wall. Yeah. There was a hole in the wall it was next to it. Vertical. Like. <laughs> yeah. Massive hole. But yeah, that was amazing. It was good. That was. We slept something like ten hours. Woke up, went and had food. Oh, I can't imagine how, because you don't have to concentrate that much, but you still do. Oh uh, yes, yeah. yeah. We, it must be so much more tiring than actually. I just driving. don't understand. Looking back at it, why we didn't let Sam do it as well? Yeah, so I didn't. I didn't take the wheel at all for some <laughs> because I didn't have a license. So I never did. Yes, it. <laughs> we, like, all the whole trip it was just me and Isaac, and then in the desert, Sam, and it just 
we didn't think about the fact that Sam could just steer it. Like, All I got is steer and brake. Yeah. Like, that's it. And we just didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but we got rid of the passenger seats and we put a bunch of bags there. So, so we had like, if you stood... It was almost was, like a bed. Yeah, yeah it was exactly. a bed. So yeah. it was perfect to sleep. So, but yeah. the thing is, because you guys were driving all the time, it was down to me to stay up. I felt like yeah, you gotta, I can't you leave them the alone while they're driving. Yeah. So I barely slept those days. I was We were literally buying Russian energy drinks every <laughs> oh, yeah. stop we made. And I'm just <laughs> chugging these things. And those horrible. They are violent. <laughs> Do you remember they? the sandwich? Do you remember when? What happened when we were making the sandwich? So we're making these sandwiches, these horrible sausages. I'll put the picture the up said, on that sandwich. Do not, you don't have to cook them. And we're like, all right, cool. You needed to cook them, I think. But like, we're making this sandwich. It's horrible. We'll get the picture. And um, it literally looks like a bunch of fingers that you chopped off. Yeah, because ketchup. ketchup. <laughs> and then there's this slice of disgusting, like plastic cheese. But it's white. It's not but yellow it's cheese. White. It's white uh, cheese. So it just. Uh, oh, it's grim. Anyway, so while I'm making those sandwiches in the back of the car with my pen knife, <laughs> we hear this big clunk. And we're like, "What was that?" And we look up. And the car that was towing us is just driving off. We're... And we're on a train track. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay, everyone out the car, push it off. And as we, as we start getting out the car, we ding, 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 ding. Oh, fuck we're off. like, oh, my God. I'm in my socks in the middle of Siberia, pushing the car. Like, ah. um, I was driving. I remember just, I've got everything I need. I've got a steering wheel and pedals. But I couldn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I see the car drive off and I'm like, ah! <laughs> trying to do everything I can. I couldn't move it. We were just stuck on this. Oh. I'm sure this video of it happening because I think Isaac was filming me make the sandwiches or vice versa. And then we hear this clunk. It's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Cut the camera. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. I can't remember. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, that was some experience, to be fair. Yeah, fair play. Shit you do for fun, man. Yeah, literally. And, and it was so much fun. And we got to the finish line one but final day of the finish line being there yeah it was the party day the, the so day of the party must have been yeah. the last day right uh yeah no the day after was but yeah well, yeah but... that was a good day it was a brilliant day it was a great that was a very day. good day i've never felt more like a celebrity in my life <laughs> we rock up and everyone's like ah, you made it oh my god and i was just like yeah <laughs> that's that's up there for the top Top arrivals that I've seen. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. I remember you and Isaac having an argument just before we got on who got to drive onto the uh, the, fin- the podium. Uh, he... And I was like, as long as I get to be on the roof, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> he drove, he drove through the, the start line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's only fair. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. that was a really good day. <laughs> that horrible noise. noise that was. What's next? I don't. It's hard now because I'm an adult. I don't have any holidays left for the year. I've already taken all my holidays. Uh, like, okay. Yeah. You did go to Turkey. My, I went to Turkey for like two weeks recently. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, I saw all the Greek and Roman ruins that were there. Nice. Uh, in southwestern Turkey. I heard you talking about um, wearing the same piece of clothing for a couple of weeks. It was this vest. Nice. Yeah, the yellow bit around the top shows <laughs> That's off. Like any light piece of clothing yeah. that I have, I brought, basically. Yeah, I brought I brought a vest and I brought loads of like kind of these shirts. I also brought t-shirts and stuff, and I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. And then it was forty degrees, and I basically just wore this vest and a shirt like this for the entire time because mm. it was roasting. 
cool and casual. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I thought. Like it. Yeah, my dad gave me a, a linen shirt that doesn't fit him anymore and a pair of linen shorts that don't fit him anymore. Oh, yes. And I'm, Dad's I'm, linen. Yeah, walking around in a pair of linen shorts, linen shirt, vest underneath and my sunglasses. I was like, I need to be in an episode of Narcos or something. <laughs> Buying like <laughs> Gucci bags thick. and Prada bags and oh, taking yeah. Itana around and being like, pick whichever one you want, babe. Like, it's all good. <laughs> just well, get a thick gold cost bracelet. Like, yeah. A pound anyway. Yeah, yeah literally bargain with him. Like, nah, 15 quid is too much. Like, <laughs> to be fair, I do have something up next. Not oh, yeah, go on. Not like, I'm not, I'm not put it in stone, but I know me and Aitana want to go to South America soon. Um, Gotta be done. Aitana's my girlfriend. She's Spanish. I, I'm learning Spanish. Nice. And so I feel like I need to go somewhere where they don't speak a whole lot of English. Mm. Peru is a very easy Spanish to get. Yeah. It's very slow. Yeah. Clear. That's what I'm thinking. I need to go somewhere where I can only communicate with someone yeah. while speaking Spanish. I think Argentina would be quite good as well. They've, they've got this really like slow like accent mm. it, it sounds like italian in terms of like the way they speak yeah like but musical yeah there's a but welsh Spanish. population in argentina as well isn't it there is yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 i'd love to go there as well, well that, that wouldn't help you with your no not at all but i'd love to <laughs> do you speak welsh a very little amount like i did it in school and yeah. we never took it seriously and i wish i did yeah i know i can't remember any yeah really but when's that for next year maybe next year yeah 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 because we want to go to a country that neither of us have been before and I've been to a few, and so it's hard. There's a lot to choose from, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? But I've never been. I've never been to South America. I've never been to yeah, the continent. Yeah. So, do you reckon Peru? I'd like to go to Peru. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I reckon so. I reckon you'd like Patagonia as well. To be fair, I'd love Patagonia. Before I want to. See, I want to see melts. the Fitzroy Traverse. Oh uh, yeah, I, it's like a mountain range, basically. Is that the the one with the three peaks? Uh, the very sharp ones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Been there. Have you? Yeah. <sighs> Cheeky minx. I was unexpected. I'm really sorry if this week's episode is slightly longer than usually, but you have to tell us what happened uh, in Ulanude in (laughs) Russia. (laughs) I forgot about this. In in the hotel. But the whole. So. Oh my god! The entire night was. Okay. I blame this on Tom, and he's not here to defend himself, so I blame this on Tom. Blame it all on him. Right. So we are in a karaoke bar. We had just done a nice, tenacious Mm. duet, if you remember. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, good karaoke bar, good times, rather fun. This local girl starts coming up. She's speaking to me and Tom. Tom's like, yeah, she's interested in you. She only speaks Russian. I only speak English. Tom is now translating. And while he's translating, he's drunk. And he's like, I can't be asked to do this. She's uh, a nurse. Uh, She loves her job. Uh, Tom's the worst. I really can't be asked. I'm like, dude, you don't have to do this then. He started it. (laughs) Yeah, literally. You're doing it. I didn't ask you to. Oh, speak Russian? Like, yeah. And she's like, I'm not a translator. So she's saying something about uh family and i'm like great dude you don't have to like just leave if you want to like it's fine anyway the night goes on she then leaves to go to another place with her friends and then we're all like right should we head home and then you and isaac were like why don't you go after the girl and i was like because i don't know where i am in the world like i'm gonna go out on my own chasing tail like i remember basically. my biggest worry personally was See if you had a condom. You gave me a condom, <laughs> yes. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So anyway, I seven weeks on the rally in your wallet. <laughs> yeah, literally dusty and full of holes. Like <laughs> definitely never used. Um so yeah, I thought I then end up being like, Yeah, I'm traveling and I just travel the world and I'm great. So I'm gonna go chase this so girl. Powerful. Stupid idea. Anyway, I end up chasing this girl. I find her in this next place. Uh was it Che Guevara or Zed Club? Zed, I think it might have been. Did you travel for quite a while to get there? No. Oh, okay. Might have been Che Guevara. Okay. It was a big dance floor. Yeah, yeah. Lots of neon lights. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, 
we're there. I'm there. It's all going all right. I'm sat with all their mates. They're giving me more food. I'm like, this is going well, I guess. Translating everything to each other. I was like, yeah, this is going okay. Then the bouncer decides he wants to do a shot with me and her. And I'm like, oh, this is weird, but okay. So he takes us into a back room, pours a shot. And I'm like, I look in there, and there's like this centipede at the bottom of this shot glass. And I'm like, what's that? And he's like, vodka. I'm like, no, no, no. What's the the bug? The bug? Insect? Bug? Creepy crawly? Like, what is that? And he's like, oh. I'm like, Jesus Christ, who am I just with? Just chucks it away. Yeah, just chucks it away and shots this, this vodka. I'm like, great. Pours me another one. I'm shotting it. Anyway. I'm like, okay, cool. I need to go now. I don't want to be in this situation anymore. So I go to leave. She comes with me. She's fine. She's just walking normally. And then as soon as we go outside, she's like, oh, no, oh, I can't walk. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like where this is going. You were fine literally two seconds ago. Anyway, car pulls up. She's like, great, taxi. And walks up and gets in the taxi. There's like three guys in the taxi. And this woman then walks over who speaks perfect English. And she's like, oh, you're going to jump in the taxi with your friend? And I was like, she's not my friend. She's like, yeah, you've been with her all night. I was like, I don't, I've never seen you. She's like, yeah, get in the taxi with your friend. There's three guys in the taxi with her. I'm like, I do not like this. Like, I don't know where this is going. Who are you? Like, I was like, I have no idea who that person is. I was like, nope, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going back to my hotel. So I decided to walk home, basically, to the hotel. It wasn't that far. Probably about an hour. Oh, just an hour walking. Just an hour walk in the middle of the night in Ulan Ude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> as I'm as I'm walking, <laughs> my so many layers. There's so many layers. To the so story. Many layers to the it's, it's crazy. The story. As I'm walking, uh, my stomach starts to uh, rumble a bit, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna shit myself." Didn't you get a hot dog like two seconds before? No, no, no. This was after. The, this was before the hot dog. Uh, I, mean... <laughs> I just made some space anyway. Yeah, you so I, had, gap. I yeah. jumped in a ditch. I shit myself in a ditch. <laughs> I had to use my favorite period of underwear to wipe. <laughs> Say goodbye. Left them where they were. Walked home, pissed off at this point, because I was like, I thought I was going to get lucky tonight, and now I've shit myself in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm walking. <laughs> That's your snippet there. <laughs> and thank you very much. That was... <laughs> so I walk, walk the rest of the way home, and then I come to a, uh, the petrol station is open. I'm like, great. I want food. So I ordered two hot dogs in very broken Russian. Um, what's the word for two? Dva? Dva. Dva. And they're like, okay, give me two hot dogs. I walk a little bit more the way home. I see a, um, uh, like an electric pylon. It's not very high. It's not very tall, but it goes just above the tree line. And I was like, we're pretty high up here. I was like, I bet the view from up there is quite nice. So I, in my ultimate drunken wisdom... There's a little ladder, and I'm like, I just got the ladder to see what it's like. You should have just gotten in the taxi. <laughs> I should have. No, I should have. Yeah, probably. Honestly, yeah. With the rest of the story, it probably was the safest option yeah, as well. Yeah, but the, the way this story's going, I would have shit myself in the taxi. <laughs> yeah. And I'd rather shit myself in a ditch than in a taxi with four strangers. So anyway, yeah, climb that, have a look around. That was nice. Come back down. Then I walk the rest of the way to the hotel. Get to the front door of the hotel, Hotel Altan. Doors are locked. I'm like, okay. Bang, 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 bang. No answer. I was like, great. No worries. We're on the bottom floor. I'll just walk around the hotel, knock on the boy's window. How do I know which window? I don't. Anyway, I'll knock on the boy's window and they'll let me in. What a 
brilliant Problem idea. Solved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I go around the hotel and there's a fence, like a wooden fence. I'm like, okay, no worries. I just climbed the fence, climbed over the fence. I'm now in someone's garden. I was like, shit, okay, I can't really be here. That's the hotel wall. I'll just keep following it until there's no hotel wall. And that means I'm around the back. Two fences, three fences. The fourth fence, I'm like lowering myself down. And I hear all these dogs barking. And I was like, oh, shit. And I land and I turn around. And there's a guy in his underwear with a hatchet. And all these dogs barking at me. And I'm just like, uh, uh, Droog, Droog, friend, Altan. Hotel Altan, um, uh, Altan, uh, and he's like, and he grabs him by the scruff, and I'm like, oh Jesus, and he starts dragging me to where the dogs are barking, and I'm like, oh my god, this is it, this is me, I'm dead, I'm gonna die to a bunch of dogs, in what a night, like what a night to go, and he reaches around the door where all the dogs are barking and grabs a key, and I was like, okay, okay, where are we going with this? And he goes to the the wall, which I thought was his house, opens the door and goes, Altan. And I was like, what? And it's like a side entrance to the hotel. He just lets me in. And I'm like, oh, oh, spasiva, spasiva, spasiva. Walk to the room, knock on the door. The guy's, oh, I think I had a key, whatever. Anyway, get into the room. And I was like, what a night. And I just fucking crawled up and just went to bed with a shitty ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then I woke That's up. That's the only way to go. We woke up the next day and there's a knock on the door. And we're like, who's knocking on our hotel door? And I open the door and it's the guy. And he goes, um... Which obviously meant the drunken guy with a little scruffy beard. <laughs> and Isaac was like, Sam is for you. <laughs> Just like, hi, friend. I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was my last, basically last night in, in Ulan Ude. That's a great way to say goodbye to Russia. <laughs> was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're alive. Be more true, yeah. true, yeah. But yeah. Couldn't have had a more typical evening. <laughs> I remember when I told my mom that story, she was not impressed. <laughs> really covers uh, the bases, I, I doesn't it? I thought a lot about what I would have done in the morning if Sam didn't come back. But where would I start looking? Definitely not. Like, like... The central prison. Yeah, yeah I always yeah. go to the central prison <laughs> yeah. first. Uh, last thing I would do is look out the window, see if he was there, like, bitten and, like, just... Bloodied <laughs> up, yeah. <laughs> just getting eaten by dogs. <laughs> yeah. What a way to go. What a way to go. And on this note... Yeah. Um, I'm not going to apologize for this long episode because I'm pretty sure it was really good. Thank you for I coming on good. the show, again, brother. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Oh, Shantae. It. Uh, it was an experience. See you next week, everyone. See you. Bye. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.